2008, a podcast was created with one goal. To bring Bat fans around the world news related to movies, comics, video games, television, merchandise, and so much more. And now, the Batman Universe Podcast has returned. Welcome to the latest episode of the TBU Podcast. I am Dustin, and joining me today is BJ, Adel, and Scott. And today we have kind of a current events type topic that we're going to discuss. Uh, recently, the latest trailer for the Batman released, and there is yet again some really, really angry Batman happening in the trailer. And we, we saw this, obviously, in the first trailer that released back last year at DC Fandom. But this time around, he, he, we see a little bit more. We, we Obviously, there's just more to see in this trailer than there was in the first trailer. But he's an angry Batman. And there is some concern from fans. Uh, immediately when the trailer released, there was some concern from fans online talking about how, wow, Batman seems a little violent. And then people automatically are starting to make comparisons to Ben Affleck's Batman, who you could debate one way or the other was violent or too violent, but in reality he was straight up murdering people too. So there's, there's that. Um, so there was some comparisons that people were drawing saying like, Oh, we're getting yet another Batman. That's super dark and probably is going to end up killing people because he's beating the living hell out of people. You know, obviously everybody's entitled to their own opinion, except for the fact that obviously the film hasn't released and we don't know what exactly we're going to see. We're seeing marketing for a film to get people interested in seeing the film, not necessarily the exact depiction of what we will see in the film. Now, skip forward just a little bit. The Obviously, the second trailer comes out and then just last week there was a uh, synopsis, an official synopsis for the film. It's actually the first synopsis for the film that was released, and it reads exactly this. The Batman is an edgy, action-packed thriller that depicts Batman in his early years struggling to balance rage with righteousness as he investigates a disturbing mystery that has terrorized Gotham. Robert Pattinson delivers a raw, intense portrayal of Batman as a disillusioned, desperate vigilante awakened by the realization that the hunger consuming him makes him no better than the ruthless serial killer he's hunting. So, of course, we immediately have that violent Batman reference yet again. And then, of course, we have some articles out there that took it to an extreme, like IGN, who labeled their article, The Batman Synopsis says Bruce Wayne begins as no better than a serial killer. Uh, let's talk about the synopsis and whether or not that is how it's being depicted, because I think, in reality, what's being said here in the, in the synopsis and the trailer is that he is a very angry person, and he's working through it. So what do you guys think? So I can get where people take it that way, but I guess the thing that probably jumps out to me the most of what this movie's going to be is that, yeah, he'll probably be ang angry. He's working through, you know, the death of his parents. So something, you know, probably we've seen akin to like Batman Begins where, you know, before he was Batman, he brought a gun 
and went to go visit Carmine Falcone. I guess what I read this as is this is a movie that's basically trying to talk about the dichotomy between Batman and his rogues more so, you know, especially by the last line of that synopsis where, you know, the realization that the anger consuming him makes him no better than the ruthless kill- serial killer he's hunting. So it's, I guess the way I see it is about, it's about parallels. It's about, you know, maybe people working through their traumas, their issues. And, you know, Batman's probably going to be in a dark place mentally, but by the end of the film, I expect, you know, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, well, I have to take the high road because the opposite of taking the high road is, you know, assumedly the Riddler. I agree. Like, I mean, it's Batman. He's always, he's always angry about things, especially early on. And this is supposed to be like, like a year one, year two Batman. And I think the most times where we've seen Batman at his most angry is when he's when he doesn't have control over a situation. And you can see that in this trailer where the Riddler's got him on the he's always a few steps behind the Riddler. You see when he punches the that window and he's like, where are they or whatever? What are you doing? Like when Batman's at his most angry, when he's a few steps behind and not knowing what's going on. And here it looks like he's always kind of on the back foot. Yeah. So for me, um, so I, I had a, a lot of thoughts about this, not, not just uh, with the synopsis itself, but also just sort of the way it was um, received, not just by media, but by all, also uh, the fans. So I think that it's the, the way this whole thing has sort of played out is sort of connected, I think to the larger sort of culture war that's going on online. And I don't want to get too far into that, but just, you know, with this, so there is a synopsis itself, which you read at the beginning. And the wording of that, I think, is, is in, it's interesting because it sort of reveals what uh, potentially their marketing department thinks appeals to people. And so even if we just put that aside for a second, I don't get from just from reading the synopsis, I don't get the sense that this is going to be a Batman who's like mur- murdering people, or at least I should say, I don't think we can jump to that assumption yet, as many people seem to be doing simply because the wording that the anger consuming him makes him no better than the ruthless serial killer he's hunting, that doesn't necessarily mean his methods are equivalent. It just means his motivation might be uh, equivalent in the sense that they're coming from a place of anger, not from a place of justice. And I think when you read the the beginning there, when when it says he's trying to balance his rage with righteousness, I think that's perfectly in line with, you know, a very early version of the character he's trying to figure that out it doesn't mean that he's you know going around killing people it just means he's trying to rein in that anger and sort of operate from a place of of, of justice and and trying to restore that balance rather than from a place of his anger absolutely i think part of the 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 wording that you we really need to focus on if you're out there and you're worried about this being a batman who's going to be too violent is that he's awakened by the realization Meaning what he he realizes at some point in this film that what he is doing is potentially just as bad as as the the people that he's he's hunting and he's going to adjust that the trailers typically focus on the first act or things from the first two acts, but it doesn't give away everything that you're going to see. That's very rare for a trailer. Well, I should say, I shouldn't say that because there are plenty of trailers nowadays that give away way more than they should. But I think with a movie like this, I don't think we are getting that much of the movie in these trailers. I think we're seeing a very small amount from the very beginning of the film. A lot of those fight sequences, especially the sequence with him going after Penguin to try to get information, and even the you know the really cool scene at the end where he's doing the car, the car chase with Penguin. I honestly believe that is in the very very beginning of the film, setting things up for like 
you know, introducing Batman to audiences who are seeing the movie and seeing, well, he's already established, he's already a threat to be reckoned with kind of situation. Those fights where he's beating the thugs that have like the kind of the Joker paint on, again, I think that's early on in the film. And that entire sequence where he's going down the hallway and getting shot at, that could still be part of that same sequence with the Penguin. There's a lot of the, the, a lot of the stuff that we're seeing where it's that v- more violent version of Batman could just be from the beginning of the film. There's a point in the trailer where Alfred makes a comment about you know you have to you can't let your rage consume you or something on, along those lines. And I think that that is going to be a very heavy focus you know for this version of Batman, which is you can be this violent version of the character, but you're not necessarily going to get. What you want accomplished, accomplished. There's a better way to go about doing it, and I think that's also the the version of Batman where he realizes that he can still try to do good as Bruce Wayne at the same time that he's fighting crime as Batman. You know, separating those two different aspects of his personality and trying to utilize both of them rather than just being one. We know that in this one. Bruce Wayne has is having some issues trying to decide, you know, trying to figure out where Bruce Wayne fits into the world. He understands where Batman is, but Bruce Wayne is he's he hasn't really developed that side of his personality for, you know, how he views people out there. This is not a playboy version of Bruce Wayne that's going to be out there, you know, getting inside of a pool at a hotel. Um, in the middle of a restaurant because that's not what he's doing at this point. So we're going to see that development of that version of Bruce Wayne's character is, is that other take that's outside of the cowl. And I think it's different because it's something we haven't seen. But I think that this film is going to be growing the character in a way that we have really not seen uh, Scott, you mentioned Batman Begins when he goes after Carmine Falcone with the gun. It's a perfect example of how that character has changed. He also realizes at that moment that he needs to do something different. That's when he embarks on his quest to become you know, something more than just somebody who's upset. And I think this is taken in a different way where he still has that anger. He still comes back to Gotham ready to fight and he he hasn't really figured out the best way to do it. And I think the introduction of this character like the Riddler and whatever the mystery is that's surrounding the entire film is going to kind of open his eyes in a way that he probably hasn't even realized he needed to do at this point. He's probably only going to have to be facing up against gangsters and then this could be his like first big villain that is outside of just the gangs and mafias and, and mobs that uh, you know Batman fights so much in his early years. So I think it's important to take that as 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 little as you can when you think about the overall film as uh, as of itself when it comes to the trailer but also think of the synopsis as more of a he's going to be transitioning he's going to be changing throughout the film it makes me wonder like if there's going to be like an uncomfortable decision or something he has to make at the midpoint just because you know like listening when you guys were talking about picking different phrases of the synopsis and everything you know i was looking again at like the line struggling to balance rage with righteousness and it makes me wonder you know if part of the crux and the reason why the synopsis is phrased the way it's phrased is because this is we might see along the lines of the batman dealing with the fact that you know he started off maybe doing this for personal reasons you know like as his origin you know clearly is but he's growing into it in the sense that it's 
personal vendetta or personal anguish versus, you know, the greater good, you know, what's for the good of all, just a thought. That's interesting that you bring that up about him being uh, going out for personal reasons, because I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that like um, in Batman Earth 1 where he becomes Batman just to take down uh, Cobblepot from Mayor? And then as that story goes on, he decides to keep it, be it every night thing being Batman. And I know that the Batman's been, the Earth 1 has been like an inspiration for this new movie. Yeah. And, and also, I, I think, you know, this is this is part of the character's journey in at least, I think, mo- the most popular or the most mainstream versions of the character, where even in the Nolan trilogy, he has that growth from from, you know, doing it just for himself to being, you know, as he says, I'm whatever Gotham needs me to be, which means he's serving his city. He considers himself as in the service of his city. And I think that's the, that's the, the I think Scott's absolutely right. I think that's the, the switch that he's going to make in this film. Yeah, and there's just a couple of comments that were made that I kind of want to hint, I, I want to touch on. Way back in, well, not way back, but a couple months back, CinemaCon was held, and during CinemaCon, uh, there was a presentation for the Batman. There was some footage shown. And then there was some kind of like Q&A, not Q&A, but more of like a presented questions and pre-recorded answers with Pattinson and uh, Matt Reeves. And one of the things that they talked about in that is that uh, there was there was a comment that, he, that Pattinson said saying that he's really working out this rage. All the fights seem very personal. That's what he specifically said about the character being radically different from the other movies that have come before it. This isn't just an origin story, but it's set in Bruce Wayne's early days of fighting crime when he's young and very angry. That comment, those comments were made back in August. And then this time around um, at DC Fandom, there was comments specifically from Pattinson that said he doesn't have as much control over his personality. The delineation between when he's Batman and when he's Bruce is not so clear in other iterations he really knows what he's doing when he's putting on the cowl i kind of like this idea it's a little bit out of control he hasn't completely defined what batman is he gets lost in it whenever he's putting it on every night he basically is not sleeping and becoming this sort quite sort of odd creature again it i mean everything we've been saying you know in this episode it, it we're just cementing that hold your judgment for you know when the movie comes out obviously that's what you should always do. Um, but more so, if you have some sort of quorums about the fact that this is going to be a very violent Batman, you very well could be right in the fact that it will be a violent Batman in the very beginning of the film. And as the film progresses, he realizes that being as violent as he is is not something that is beneficial for him and does not help him in his war on crime in Gotham and things like that. So there's that to keep in mind. One other real quick thing, I want to go back to the synopsis. This isn't necessarily related to the anger part of it, but, uh, you know, obviously most Batman films that have come out, most people would just classify them as an action or maybe in an action adventure film or something like that. Less so adventure than there's only a few of them that really go outside of Gotham and really more of an adventure like Batman Begins. But, you know, most most movies would just put it straight up as an action film. The one thing that excites me about this film, probably more so than most of the other past Batman films, is the fact that it's an action-packed thriller. That's how they're describing it. And one, I personally love thrillers. It makes you think, and it makes the film... You just get more invested in something that you have to kind of like try to solve as the film's progressing, more so than just watching a straight film... 
Um, one of my favorite Marvel films, for example, is Winter Soldier. The mystery and the, the kind of reveals that you find out as the film progresses, the people who are double agents that are get revealed, all that stuff, it, it, it makes you more invested in what's going on rather than just seeing uh, superhero A versus superhero B versus villain A and villain B kind of situation. It, it just it, it it it's more engaging, and I'm really pumped about that aspect of this film. Yeah, no, it, it, I I echo your excitement, you know, because to me, like the first word that pops in my head when I hear that, or you know, when I think about that, is it's just detective. So you know, and that's I I love those stories and i feel like we get too few and far uh between them i know in batman 89 he does the thing where he buys all the makeup and chemicals and stuff to figure out what joker's plan is and in dark knight he does the thing with the bullet and the recreating the bullet for the fingerprints but in other movies he's never really done any out and out detective work and when you have the riddler and there's that one scene in the trailer where he's got like all words down on the floor and he's looking at all the all that stuff and finally going to think be uh do more detective work in this movie than we've seen in movies past yeah i think just to echo what, what has already been said i think he's definitely going to tap into you know the more cerebral detective side of things um but i also think you know the the really positive sign is that this genre is sort of really really pushing forward now we're, we're sort of you know the nolan movies that kind of advanced it the, the Marvel films have their own sort of formula and way of doing things. But I think now we're going beyond just, you know, thinking of it as like a comic book film where now it's a film, like an actual film with comic book characters. And I, and I know the Nolan movie movies did that, but I think with this one, we're going to get that at like a whole other level because it does have the advantage of building off of what the Nolan movies have already accomplished. In a way, it kind of sets it up in Nolan was always about, you know, the realism, trying to create a character that could actually exist in our world. Uh, you know, the gadgets that he was using weren't were in, in a lot of ways explained. They were told and how they work and things like that and while that's not to say that you couldn't figure some of that out with some of the past gadgets in the burton schumacher films the reality of it was there was a lot of explanation to make things more believable to be existing in our real world when it came to the nolan films this feels like it could be even more grounded than those which is hard to even comprehend because other than a few small aspects of the Nolan films that were kind of outside the realm of super groundedness there's they were very grounded films and it it is very hard to believe that you have you they're going to be doing it even more so um the detective side of it is is something that i think would uh, is is going to be great to see more of um you know when i think of great thrillers i think of just immediately i think of mysteries trying to solve great mysteries and obviously that goes hand in hand with detective work and things like that and i think that this film if it does more detective than it does action i'm completely okay with that but i honestly truly believe that there's probably going to be a very very good balance of the detectiveness, or being a great detective alongside being a master fighter and, and and using the gadgets and all that. I feel like from what we've seen, at least from the trailer, as little as we've seen, we see multiple gadgets being used. We see him fighting in multiple ways, and we see plenty of hints at him trying to solve some sort of mystery 
or you know trying to figure out the the mystery of the Riddler and, and things like that. And there's there's it's it's a great balance of what makes Batman Batman. You know, if you ask people what who is Batman and why what makes him different than most other superheroes, most people are going to say he's because he's a normal man and because he is a great fighter and he's a you know he's got plenty of money to have all kinds of really cool gadgets. But when you you take away the money, he's still an amazing detective that I think that's one of the few aspects of the character that have been completely underutilized when it comes to films, specifically because we have another character out there who has money, not necessarily a good fighter, but has money, has gadgets. That would be Tony Stark with Iron Man. And there's a, there is a huge difference between Batman and Iron Man. Batman is way more than just a guy with money and gadgets. He is an amazing detective. Yes, he's super smart. Yeah, Tony Stark is really smart too, obviously, because he creates a lot of the gadgets that he uses himself. But he's not the same. He's not not even close on the same level of like being a detective, being able to solve things like, like Batman. And I think this movie could do a really good job of elevating the character to be a real threat, not just as a fighter, not just as a character who has money and awesome gadgets and a cool car, but also a character who is truly super smart and is a threat when it comes to characters like Superman, Wonder Woman, you know, other characters out there that have, you know, are these godlike superheroes. And there's a reason why Batman is constantly in the midst of their presence and is a formidable, formidable partner and at some points a formidable, formidable foe. Well said. <laughs> All right. So with that, just a quick episode this time around, uh, specifically because we wanted to talk about the synopsis because it just came out and kind of uh, we were seeing some reactions, per, uh, you know, around that uh, made us wonder you know, maybe some people are getting a little bit too wrapped up into the marketing of the film rather than waiting for the film itself. So that being said, be sure to head over to the BatmanUniverse.net for all kinds of news and content related to movies, television, video games, merchandise, comics, and everything else related to the Bat fandom. In addition to that, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we have a discord we're also on youtube you can check us out on all of those we have links over on the site if you are interested in supporting us there is a spot on the website that shows support tbu and it'll give you all kinds of options of how to support us to make this great content as well as all the other content that we create over on the website if you are interested in getting in touch with us, you can leave comments wherever you're listening to this on our Discord, or you can send us an email at tbu at thebatmanuniverse.net, and we will potentially use your thoughts on future episodes. With all of that being said, for BJ, Otto, and Scott, and myself, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the TBU Podcast. We will see you guys next time. <laughs>